0: Hey, Freedom Jumper, welcome back to the Agency Freedom Podcast. This is the show where we help insurance professionals move from captivity to freedom. In this episode, you get to hear the third of four interviews recorded live from Indie Tech Showcase back a few weeks ago in August. I am joined in this episode by Paul Hawkins and Jerry Fox, two guys from Hawksoft. Paul has been in the insurance game longer than I've been alive. Uh, I found this conversation to be thrilling just from the wealth of knowledge that he has. And and Jerry Fox is no slouch either. He he definitely uh, brings a great contribution to this conversation. I do want to point out an unfortunate uh, happenstance with some technology issues. The last 90 seconds or so of the interview uh, was lost and was not able to be recorded. So there's a bit of an abrupt stop around the 21-minute mark for the interview. So I will come back on uh, at that point and just bring a wrap-up to the episode. There was really no way around it, um, unfortunately. So bear with us on the end of the episode. uh, But until then, enjoy a great conversation with Hawksoft. This is the
1: Agency Freedom Podcast. Let's go.
0: there's no upsell no guru pitch and no fluff it's time to unshackle yourself from captivity and make your freedom jump with the agency freedom podcast let's go all right folks we're back for another live conversation here at IndieTech tech 2023 i have the privilege of talking with two of the guys that make it happen at Hawksoft agency management system Jerry Fox and the man himself, Mr. Paul Hawkins, founder and CEO or chairman or whatever your great title is, <laughs> the guy who made it a company, uh, Mr. Paul Hawkins for uh, for Hawkshaw. Thanks for being here, fellas.
2: Thank, Thank you, you for th- having us. Thank you.
0: Now, this is a, this is a great conversation because I'm speaking from the position of curiosity uh, because I, I've demoed Hawksaw I don't know, like four years ago. It's been a while. But I don't really know anything about the, the inner workings of what you guys are up to, of of the vision, the mission of Hawksoft. I, I get the privilege of learning right along with our audience. So, Paul, I'll just talk to you first. It, Hawksoft is a thing. And you and I were in line at lunch earlier, and I got to hear this story. So, I... If you want to share it now, it's fine. If not, I'm happy to have you guys back for a full episode, but we're not just sitting down at a conference together. Uh, But if you want to tell that story, you're you're fine. with The name Hawksoft and where it came from years before it was even a company.
2: You bet. Uh, My son, when he was in uh, eighth grade, well, let me start back. When he was in fifth grade, his grade school teacher uh, called me and said, hey, I think your son is bored in school. Uh, Would you buy him a computer? And I did. And so we were always looking for projects to do and and to learn more and more. And so when he was in eighth grade, I'd seen a project. I was working as a warehouse manager, and we worked for a, I worked for a company that brought in cheese from all over the world, and we'd bring in 20 pallets of brie from France. and every once in a while one of those pallets would get orphaned, as we called it. It didn't get used in the right order and it would go bad. Mm. And uh, I said, "Hey, Sean. I says, we got another project we can do. Uh, this is what's happening. And he says, oh, yeah, dad, we can do this and this and this. Remember now, he's in eighth grade at this time. And uh, he wrote most of the program because I was working long, long hours. Uh, when he got it done, uh, I took it to my boss. And he was just ecstatic because he had just gone out to have that software written. Got a quote. and It was too expensive. The budget wouldn't do it. Mm. And he says, and your program actually does a lot more than what we were looking for. He said, So he gave me a sizable check. Mm. I took that home to my eighth grade son and his eyes got great big. He says, dad, someday, someday you and I are going to have our own business. We're going to be partners in our own company and we're going to call it Hucksoft. Wow. And here we are. We're living the American dream. He's my partner, one of my partners and my son-in-law is my other partner. And uh, to
0: this day, your son is is a partner in Hawkshop. Critical yep. component. Oh my bed. word! I'm telling you, man. I mean, every dad in the in the audience just stops for a second and thinks, "Oh man, oh that's cool. What a what a great story." I heard that in lunch line, and it literally made me pause for a second and think, "Ooh, what a blessing that is." Paul, Paul is a blessed man just for that one fact that his. Your son chose a career working with you. I mean, and the, the years and years of memories all along the way with your son, that's got to be the one of the best things about Hawkshaw for you personally.
2: Yes, it is. It, You know, I, I look at the relationship that my son and I have and I look back and we never went through the headbutting stage that a lot of father and sons do because I, as I tell people, we grew up together. <laughs> mm. And because we learned computers, we learned programming together. And that I think I changed that
3: a little bit and
0: said they're growing up together. Grow in. <laughs> yeah. Jerry, what's your role at HawkSoft? I'm uh, in charge of the carrier relations, VP okay. of carrier relations. How long have you been around the company? You speak with a certain familiarity that means you have a number of years together.
3: Um, well, Paul and I have known each other for 23, 24 years, but I started at HawkSoft on
0: uh, February 20th of 20 No kidding. Yeah. Man, a COVID job change. <laughs> wow. What was that like? Uh, Jumping to a new company with a longtime friend during a global pandemic. Do you mind telling that story for a second? Uh,
3: not at all. Um, it wasn't actually a global pandemic when I joined,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I flew out there. Paul and I had some discourse over email. Um, uh, that's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> some divine intervention. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And, um, I flew out there in February 20 of 20, um, signed some papers, wasn't expecting. I was just going out there to talk to him. And the next thing I know, it got me an HR sign and paperwork, which was Mm. awesome. I was real excited.
2: He wanted to know uh, when he was going to have an interview. (laughs) And I said, Jerry, I've been interviewing you for the last 20 years No man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I flew out about two weeks
3: later to meet some of the people and have meetings so they could understand what my role was going to be. And I was supposed to come out another week after that, and everything shut down. Wow. My wife was worried. She was like, oh, my gosh, you just started. You're the low man on the totem pole, you know, newest guy. Uh, I told her, don't worry. And uh, about two weeks after that, she was in a meeting. She happened to be behind me in this meeting and listening to the the meeting. And Paul said, no one in this company has to worry about being laid off. We are not going to do that.
0: Looking back on it now, obviously it was different in the middle of it. And you guys, of course, have many of your own stories, I imagine. What a blessing in disguise. Is there there been more growth and just extreme positive things that happen in an industry than Uh what happened to the insurance industry during the COVID pandemic? We were just talking about that.
2: Yeah, I I believe that this was a blessing in disguise for this industry. Uh, This industry learned so much about what its capabilities really were uh, because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, It used to be that a lot of these uh, brick and mortar agencies thought that they were a neighborhood agency. And now they can be a national agency with with just a couple of learning tools and, and the way
0: they go. Well, and, and all of these folks realized almost, you know, and not quite overnight, but within a month or two, business has changed forever. Ever. Absolutely. It will never go back to how it was before. And I personally, I love it. I think it's great for the folks in this room, for Hawksoft, for Riskwell, my shop is wonderful. Because we were already ready for it. Hawksoft was well underway with releasing all of your cloud-based capabilities and supporting remote workforce and all the things that you guys do very well, which we'll get into in just a little bit. For those of you that are wondering, what is Hawksoft? We're getting there. No worries. <laughs> now, we have the human interest component of the early stages of this conversation. Well, so. and, I,
3: and I think if you if you probe Paul much longer, you'll find that the, the not only did it teach the industry, but he got my daughter out of it because she's remote so really <laughs>
0: yeah. so it's deeply personal for Jerry Fox <laughs> exactly. ladies and gentlemen yeah you know you're a multi-generational Hawksshaw family now
3: I have multi-generational hawks off but four generations insurance insurance Wow yeah. my grandfather my father myself and now my daughter
0: love that man fantastic no okay Paul I will let you uh let you tell the story how in the world do we go from an idea that your eighth-grade son had to an insurance agency management system. What's that story?
2: Well, we, uh, at that time, I mentioned that uh, I worked at a, a warehouse uh, at, uh, for a cheese distributing company. And uh, I was working long, long hours, and I was sick and tired of those long, long hours. And a good friend of mine said, Hey, uh, you know, you need to be an insurance agent. I, I think you'd really be, you'd love being an insurance agent. And I said, hmm, OK. And I, went, I became a captive insurance agent. And uh, I learned some things there and then realized that I didn't really like the idea of being captive. Uh, I, a good friend of mine was uh, on the independent side and owned a big agency, a very large agency uh, based out of San Diego and had uh, uh, offices, uh, four or five offices in Seattle, uh, Portland, and, uh, and then Dallas, Texas. Hmm. And, uh, and I, he, I, he asked me to join him as their tech person because I, I knew the computers and he knew that at that stage he needed to be automated. He needed to get automated. And, uh, so I, I joined him and, uh, started getting them automated and realized that, uh, they, one of the automations that they could use is they were hand filling out all these applications. And so uh, my son, again, now he's in high school at this time, and he worked a summer job for a guy and learned about the laser printer. And when that laser printer thing that they were learning, he says, we can fill out forms and print the form out on the laser printer. So we digitized all the agency's forms, all the applications for insurance and digitized them. We were the first company, we were the first group in in the industry to digitize the forms. And we digitized the forms for 30 or 40 different companies. And we got we had contracts with them, with companies to do their forms for them. And so that was our first product. It was called AppWriter. And uh, that was uh, our first delve into it. And then a guy from a uh, uh, president of an insurance company out of Seattle, Washington came down to our office and said, "Talk to the owner and says, I'm getting these applications. They look just kind of like ours, but uh, I can tell they're not because you fix some of the spelling mistakes. Uh, and uh, he says, how are you doing that? And he pointed at me and he says, my agents need that. He says, who, who, how are you doing that? And he pointed at me and he says, can I talk to him? And he says, and he invited me up to their conference. And uh, that was where we got our first agent customers. from. And,
3: uh, just a little aside here. Sean will spin that story a little different in that Paul's handwriting is so bad that he couldn't fill out an app, so he had to figure out a way to digitize it. Oh,
0: my gosh. A lot of truth in that. A lot of truth. Well, and I love that this is engaged with your son from the beginning because one of the challenges from a customer's perspective of so many of these family-run businesses is what's the succession plan? Like, What happens when the founder, at some inevitable point, decides to leave the enterprise, what happens after that? But Sean, I'm guessing, is Sean Hawkins, son of the founder. That eponymous eighth grader that we've just been talking about for a couple of times now. What a way to assuage potential anxiety and fears from your customer base in knowing that, hey, when Paul decides to hang it up and go enjoy his retirement, whatever you choose to do with that time, the company is still in good hands with one of the original founders For another decade or two.
2: In fact, uh, his son is now part of our educational system at Hawksoft. And he's doing all the videos, uh, help videos and that stuff. And is becoming very, very passionate about Hawksoft. And his two sisters are also working with Hawksoft. Man. And so we've got the next generation already there. Love it. And so people, one of the things that people ask me, are you going to sell out? And I said, I get offers almost every day. Wow. And I could, I mean- Well, I bet you do. Huge amounts of money. Yeah. And I get, no, the money is meaningless to us. We take—we have a pride in what we've built and I don't want to throw away my life's work.
0: Well, I got to say, you guys proved me wrong because I was with Now for about three years. We left and went to uh, Nexture and XDTI. But the main reason why I didn't seriously consider Hawksoft was it was all local servers. And at the time, you guys didn't have cloud infrastructure and whatnot. Um, And there was a sorry, my (laughs) my, I'm supposed to leave the office now and get ready to go home because it's (laughs) four forty (laughs) five. Thank you, Apple Watch. Um, No, but I I never really gave Hawksoft serious consideration because everything we do was in the cloud. And this was three or four years ago but you guys have come a long way during the pandemic and you've invested a lot of money into development. And and Hawksoft in 2023 and beyond is a very different company than it was three years ago. Yes. Let's talk about that for a second. Hey, Freedom Jumper, are you looking to take your business to the next level? Who isn't, right? Write more business and see your agency succeed with NBS. At Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, they understand the challenges local agents face in the constantly changing marketplace. That's why they offer a wide array of personal and commercial markets and policy options to help you meet the needs of your customers, no matter how unique or outlandish they may be. With a team of experienced and dedicated professionals that provide you with the support and guidance you need to see your agency succeed, Nationwide Brokerage Solutions is here to support you every step of the way. Don't just survive in the competitive insurance industry. Thrive with Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. Get started today. Learn more at nbsbrokerage.com.
2: Well, we're, we've just rebuilt our whole data model, and now we're based in Azure,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, Microsoft yeah, Azure. Yeah,
0: Microsoft system.
2: Yeah. And uh, that we're rolling that out right now. We've got our first uh, first sales uh, selling, putting on our first new customers in that system. And in a month, month and a half, we'll, be, we'll start uh, migrating our current agents over to that system.
0: So the new agents who don't have existing XYZ, all, all the things that come with an existing, a bucket of data. Yeah. They're much easier to put on a new platform, That's obviously. Right. Yeah. yeah. And folks that don't understand all that goes into an AMS, an agency management system, go, well, wait a second. Why do the new people get the (laughs) the good toys when the current agents are stuck on the old system? like, do you have any idea how difficult it is to migrate an existing customer that has a bucket of data and all the different kinds of data to migrate them to a new
3: platform? 2.54 zettabytes. Yeah. I don't even know what a zettabyte is. I just know it's a big number yeah that's what we have to in migrate
0: versus a new <laughs> customer that has 0.0 zettabytes, 0 <laughs> exactly. it <or that> doesn't <laughs> have to migrate anything because you just plop them on the new server that's web-based it's cloud-based and they don't know the difference
3: turn on right. h- turn
0: on downloads and they're rocking and rolling you connect ivans and call it a day baby let's go that's right. integrate whatever third-party Flavors are, are are your preference and get after it.
2: Well, that's the other thing that we're doing uh, that's a little bit different, too, is when you just said connecting to third parties. Uh, you know, we look around this room and and uh, you look at all these insure techs here. There's very few of these insure techs that we're not already connected with or in the process of connecting with because we like you, the independent agent, uh, you provide the agency. Are your customers with the with two things that the captives can't do? You provide choice, and you provide a relationship. And we believe in that same thing. The relationship is the top thing for us. Of uh, when we when we bring on an agency to our system, they're part of the Hawksoft family. family. Yeah, it's family
0: in stereo. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and we uh, the other thing that we provide we provide choice because. Never, everybody doesn't want to uh, drive a Ford. These people are independent businesses for a reason. They each want to be unique. They each want to do their own thing yep. their own way. And and we want to provide that uh, that capability for them.
0: Love it. Now, what's your philosophy? Jer- Jerry, feel free to chime in here. What, what's the philosophy on why the company exists? What is the vision? What is the overarching purpose of Hawkshop because it's obvious you guys take this very personally. There's a lot of mission and vision and values behind what you guys are doing. Jerry, you want to talk to that? And Paul, I know you have some strong opinions on that because you chose to make it your life's work.
3: Well, yeah, let me see. I I think I might be able to take his, his uh, bang off the table with this because I, I have the same type of vision. That's why I never got an interview. We are people centric business. Helping a people-centric industry protect the people and the businesses of the country.
0: There you go. Love that, man. You want to add to that, or are you just going to shake your yeah, head and say, yeah, yep? yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah." That is. I mean, for us, it, it's about it's about people. We are a people-first company, and uh, if we can help people uh, be all they can be, whether it's an agency or, especially, our employees. Uh, our, my goal as a CEO is to raise up each one of my employees to become the best person that they can be both personally and professionally. It's that's, and if I, I feel if I do that, everything else will take care of itself.
0: Strong words, man. I love that. So well, people that haven't taken a look at Hawksoft yet, when you look at the landscape, and, and a lot of the companies well represented here, you know, from Applied, Vertifor. I don't, I don't think XD is. X, Jose yeah, Rivera yeah. from XD is yeah, here. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they have a booth here, but no. they're represented here.
2: Yeah. Now, I like Jose. He happens to be a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, li- I like him too. I, I get good vibes from Jose. He seems like he's he's interested in moving things forward in the industry yes. for sure. Yep. So when when you look at Hawksoft's role among your peers, other platforms that are doing similar things to Hawksoft. How, does, how do you guys stand out? In, in 2023 and beyond, why would someone look at Hogsoft rather than one of your peers that does a lot of similar things?
2: Well, I, I firmly believe it's because of the relationship, uh, because of they know that we've got their back, that we are there for them. We don't have shareholders to uh, worry about. We don't have to worry about providing them with money. In fact, when we talk about, fi- we don't talk about finances to our executive team at all. Mm. We only talk about relationships. And that's, if we talk about, again, I said before, if we take care of the relationship, everything else takes care of itself. You know, and
3: if you, if you look behind me, the purple cow is a, is a, is a marketing thing, right? And, yep. it, and it's about our customer service. But if you talk to our customers, they, they love us. Our customers are the most passionate customers on the planet. Anything mm. I've seen, I've been in this industry since eighty-one, wow. and I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, and that's because of him and the company that he built.
0: Yeah, well, the people like in the in the groups that I'm in on social media, the people that comment for Hogsoft <laughs> are almost violently <laughs> in favor of Hogsoft. And that speaks to the level of service that you guys provide, because at the end of the day, it's not about the product. It's And I know I see the heads nodding here, so I know we're all on the same page. Me as a retail agent, the two of you as key stakeholders in an agency management system company, like the problem is the same. Let's just deliver what the client needs and make it happen. And Hawksoft seems very set on doing your thing and providing your flavor of value to the retail agent as seen by your commitment to, to being here at, at Inditech.
3: You know, and um, people ask me all the time, what's different? Because I say Hawksoft has a company culture like nothing I've ever seen. And again, I've been in the business. I've been big corporate. I ran my own agency, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And the first week when you come in, you meet with the executive team, the whole team. And they talk about the core values and they explain the core values and they explain everyone from there on out. They live them. They yeah. don't talk about them. Every other company. Oh, here's our core values. Here's our core values. They live them. Love it. And as a result, they have one hundred and fifty, what, two three employees now hmm. that will do everything they can to protect.
0: And that's the extent of the episode, unfortunately. Like I said, we had some technical difficulties and lost about the last 90 seconds of the interview. That's it, boys and girls. Thanks so much for listening, and make it a great day. We'll catch you next time with our fourth and final installment from Indie Tech. You get to hear from the guys from And Done. So we'll catch you next time. Make it a great day, boys and girls. Talk soon.
1: Thanks for listening to the Agency Freedom Podcast. Please subscribe to AFP on your favorite platform to get automatic updates with every new episode and help other people find us. If you like what you hear, please drop us a review and tell the world what you like best. Most importantly, please share AFP with someone you know who is still in captivity. They'll thank you later. Visit our website at agencyfreedom.com to get access to exclusive content and announcements. Join our community on Facebook by typing in Agency Freedom in the search bar. Send your questions, comments, guest recommendations, and favorite grilling recipes to us at podcast at agencyfreedom.com. This is the Agency Freedom Podcast, where we help insurance professionals move from captivity to freedom. Until next time, let's go.